Why is the turnover rate so high for marketers and startups? Well, it turns out it has a lot to do with the questions that you're asking. Today on the podcast. Welcome to the Founders Place podcast, the place where exceptional founders grow. Now here's your host, Todd Wills. Todd Wills. Hello, welcome to the podcast. So big question on most founders' minds, how do I find that first great marketing hire? And why does that person keep walking out the door, either by push or by their own volition, after only six, 12, sometimes lucky 18 months? Well, it turns out Michael King's got a point of view on that. He's an executive recruiter. The guy by his own volition has been doing this for a couple of years. And he knows how to pair the right marketer to the right organization and in the right way. And so today he's going to share some secret sauce, some tips, tricks, and insights on how to find that right person, how to make that work, and how to make it work long term. So without further ado, as they say, let's sit down and recall my conversation with Michael Kay. Hello, welcome to the podcast. So Michael, uh, as we start all these off, who are you and why the heck are you on the podcast? Well, first of all, thank you very much for, for having me. Um, well, I started in the recruiting business uh, late 90s. Um, was living in Los Angeles, was looking for something new, and I ran into an old golfing buddy who was a recruiter. And after speaking to him, it was, uh, it was interesting. I didn't know anything about the profession, went, watched where he worked, met the owners. Um, there happened to be a seat come up, a desk come up, and I made the plunge. Um, and I guess you want to say the rest is history. Now I've been doing it 20 years. <laughs> well, I, I love hearing people's sort of origin stories of these, you know, sometimes people have this direct calling. Um, my wife in particular knew what she wanted to be when she was six or seven and found her way down that path. And I, I but I love hearing when people sort of have these little unexpected outcomes of, you know, the thing sort of found me and, and I grew into it, but it's also what I was natively born to do. And, and Michael, you are a, you know, a recruiter's recruiter. You are a recruiter through and through. You and I have known each other for a number of years and I always enjoy talking to you and I'm super excited to have this conversation in particular. So yeah, welcome. No. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, the, the, the big topic of conversation and the one that, that seems to, um, uh, I don't know, get most founders kind of flummoxed is, is when we start talking about that first senior marketing hire. And, you know, we'll get into finding the, the first general hire in a little bit, but it's that first leader, right? That first person that they're going to come in and, and is going to be an executive marketer for the team. And you and I talked a little bit about, you know, is it VP? Is it CMO? Where does it fit? How do you know which one's which? Uh, tell me a little bit about your, your outlook on, hey, what, Let's start with the title first, right? And your views on title, and then we'll get into the, okay, now how do I find this person? Right. Um, I've been huge on, um, I'm, not, I'm not big on titles, I'll put it to you that way. I, yeah. And I wrote an article on LinkedIn, and it was called, you know, Chasing Companies, Not Money or Title. Um, a lot of people are hung up on that, that um, their next title has to be a CMO. You know, again, we're talking a startup, you know, first hire. Sure. And I've had people call me and they're a VP of marketing at a startup, you know, and the conversation is going on. And then I said, I'm working on this role, you know, series A, got a nice round of funding, looking for the first VP of marketing. 
uh, and they'll cut me off and they say, well, my, my title has to be a CMO. And I'm like, well, hold on, you know, <laughs> again, chase the company. Who cares? I mean, it's the first hire, but I blame a lot of it on LinkedIn is because then the next thing people will say is that, well, how's that going to look is if I was a CMO, now I'm a VP of marketing, you know, and it's, it gets frustrating when that's how people are thinking. Um, and to me, a small company, if they want to give a CMO title, that's fine. You know, but if, if on the candidate side, if that's all they're focused on, they're, they're really focused on the wrong thing. Well, and, and I think you're onto something here. I mean, the, the optics of this is the thing that causes a lot of the challenges because you've got expectations of people that feel like they need to show the, again, the optics of their career progression. And so they'll dismiss a VP or even sometimes a senior director or a head of title because they're looking for the, you know, the big C. And then others, um, you know, other founders, people that are starting organizations, they, they may go and throw the CMO title around because they feel like they need to, when really what they're looking for is just that first hire, that first person to come in, whether that's a VP or CMO level, that person's going to be the cook and the bottle washer as well as the executive, right. and they need to do it all. Right. And that's what you want. You want the person that is strategic, that is tactical, that, you know, can do it all. And they don't care about the title. They, they know if, if they go in and do their job and the company grows, who cares? Yeah, they'll eventually be the CMO, but, you know, all the other stuff will pay off. Um, and those are the ones that I, that I see progress in their careers, the ones that aren't hung up on titles. Whereas I see the other ones, you know, every year, boom, they leave to go to another company as a CMO and the other company I look at it and I'm like, Oh, they're okay. It's an okay company. It's nothing spectacular. Um, but to them, they're chasing what's important to them. Well, and, and so, you know, if you're, you put our founder hat on, if you're leading an organization, you're trying to find that next right person. I think one of the things to do and one of the keys is to ferret out the person that's doing it just because they're chasing, oh, yes. they're chasing the dragon, right? They're chasing the title versus someone who really wants to come and work for your organization. They want to work for you, the company. And I think that's, that's the whole gist of your article. Right. And, and I'm huge on um, how people are wired. Definitely there's people that are wired for startups and there's definitely people that are wired for bigger companies. Um, and it's hard to exchange those, meaning uh, I get referrals all the time from people and I'll look at their background and they've been at a company, a big company for the last 15 years. And we start talking and their next role in their mind is going to be running marketing as a, as a startup, be it, you know, the first marketing hire with maybe a little team, maybe no team. And that's tough. I mean, if you've never played in that sandbox, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's tough, you know, to jump from the big budget, to the big resources, the team, you know, yes, because people start seeing, you know, so-and-so went to this company as the first VP of marketing and it was a unicorn and it took off great, you know, so, they chase that sometimes, but you know, they should have chased that five, seven, 10 years ago, not now. Um, so my first thing to, you know, founders are like you said, if I was a founder, I want somebody that, you know, is curious that, um, 
the modern market or all these things that, you know, they want to go to a small company and build this thing out. And they've done it. They enjoyed it. And they want to go do it again. Yeah. And, and I think this is something that's interesting. And I'd like to pull on this thread a little bit. This, this idea of some of the, let's call them character traits, right? You can, you can look at the backgrounds and I think that tells its story in and of itself, but you know, you're, you mentioned things like people that are curious, right? And people that have a, a, a desire to constantly learn and challenge themselves that might be different, su- differently suited for different types of companies. So right. in, in your mind, what are some of the character traits, some of the things that you've seen, especially when it comes to founders, or, sorry, earlier stage companies, more startups where um, you see, hey, if, if I see these couple of things, I, I think we've got a horse race here. Right. Um, you know, in the perfect world, you know, you'd want that person um, that has done it before. Yeah. Um, you know, my, if you want to say my, my questions to a, a co-founder CEO when, when they reach out to me, um, when they're looking for their first VP of marketing, I mean, I have a series of questions I always ask them, you know, and the biggest thing is looking at their background is, you know, are they hundred percent technical person? Um, did they come through the marketing side, the sales side? And then that kind of helps me think, okay, you know, do they even understand marketing? You know, and a lot of times those are the ones on the technical side. They don't, and they're looking for my help on that. And so then we start talking about, I mean, the biggest one is product market fit. You know, if we start talking and they're still trying to find that, it's like, okay, well, obviously we're not going to bring on, be it a senior director, demand gen, VP of demand gen, whose next move would be a VP of marketing at this size of a company. You don't need that person. Um, I just finished a search not too long ago with a company and, and the conversation went to product market fit. And it was, you know, yes, to have the product marketed fit, but the problem was they had already tons of leads coming in because of the founders. They had a head of sales and some reps that came in with a killer Rolodex. So that wasn't the issue. The issue was more on the product marketing side of helping the sales team with, with the messaging, the positioning. And so the VP that they hired had the product marketing background. And now this VP of marketing is bringing on, you know, they'll probably call him a director, him or her a director, but it's probably going to be that first time uh, director of demand gen that is analytical, you know, tactical, strategic, um, creative, that up and coming marketer that can help, you know, drive some some leads but it's not the vp of marketing wasn't going to be the person that comes in is like hey we need to get the engine going because they already had it going well man there's there's so many different ways we can we can kind of take this because i I, but they all center around this idea of uh, and we talked about a a little bit and we've talked about this before just over the course of our histories where um there's a there's a tendency for founders, in particular ones that haven't had to hire marketers or haven't had a lot of experience directly with marketers, to just do whatever their advisor or their board or whoever is is working with them tells them to do. So there's this tendency of, 
hey, you need to go get a head of marketing or you need to get a CMO. And so they sort of just jump and go, well, great, let's go find one. Let's go find one that fits. And what I like about what you were just talking about, and I want to spend a little time on this, is is really spending time with the founders to find out who are you and what's the culture you're trying to create and what's the environment you're trying to create and what are you trying to do and then help pair the right kind of marketer with them versus just a yes, sir, no, ma'am, let me go find you somebody. Well, the other big thing with, with companies I discuss is, um, you know, the domain experience. Yeah. You know, is, is that a must, you know, and I let companies talk. Some of them are like, you know, say they sell into the finance side of companies and they're like, oh yeah, it's got to, it's got to be a must. We need this. And then, you know, I, I look at the people that are there and they have a very, very strong finance background and I'm thinking, okay, I said, now, in the perfect world, yes, you'd want both. I said, but if you had just the superstar marketer that is interested in the space, would that be something of interest too? You know, and then some of them come around and, and I said, you know, listen, my, my philosophy is, you know, I can teach someone the space, the domain, but I can't teach them to be a, a superstar marketer or product marketer. So I've always... Yeah gone to the side of the athlete, if you want to say, is someone that has all the, the great skills, I, I'd hire them in a second if you have enough domain experience with other people on that team. Yeah, and, and it's been interesting being, especially in the discipline of marketing uh, and having a strong network of marketers, how many of us, myself included, who have, have become domain experts in particular areas because we were strong marketers and we were put into roles. But again, that, that curiosity and that willingness is there, right? And you've then got a good, strong supporting cast of people that can help nurture, mentor, advise, and guide right. you. And then, then that's a winning combination. And then on the candidate side, you know, you get a lot of candidates um, that will stay in a certain space because they're familiar with it. And it's an easy, that's, that's the easy hire. You know, if you have, you know, the security background, um, all of a sudden you're running demand gen, you've been successful at a startup, you know, things are going sideways. Um, You know, there's other security companies looking for someone like you. It was going to be easy for that company to say, oh, yeah, we'll talk to you because you have both. So some people go down that path and then they blink, you know, and then they've been in a certain space for 15 years and they're almost stuck sometimes. Right. Because they're like, you know, I know that's my power position, but I'd like to get out of it. And then they run against the company that wants the person with a certain domain background, but there's insecurity and then the company doesn't have the belief that hire the athlete they want. They say, well, you're coming from the security. You're under our, you don't understand the space, you know, and Canada's like, I can pick that up, you know? So it just, you get stuck sometimes. Well, and I I think the thing we keep coming back around to is um, the, the approach that you take as you work with founders and as you sit down and have these conversations with the leadership teams, especially at these early stages of, helping them understand what it is that they really need and poking and exploring some of their preconceived notions about the types of candidates, the types of fits. And so are there times and places where someone, if they believe they need domain experience, are they willing to look at people that don't have it? And, 
and helping them realize that you're not going to find the perfect fit all things to all people, which right. uh, this starts to take us into the next conversation, which is this idea of demand and brand and product. Right. And so, right. Um, and this is, this is a classic one, you know, which one do you need? And they go all three and you're like, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I That's think the, there's two people and hey, they're not looking. So <laughs> what's next? Yeah, right. Exactly. Those people are really expensive. Yeah. Um, so help, help walk through first how you sort of classify those three disciplines. And, and then for, you know, the, the founders and leaders that are starting to look for people and they're thinking about, okay, what do I need and where do I need it? And when do I need it? Uh, what are some of the decision trees that that you help walk people through to think about which one they really need and when? Right. Um, again, the first VP of marketing hire is like I said, I, I can use that example. Recently, I had a couple companies like that, and it it came down to, you know, was this person going to be the demand gen person because you know the the product market fit is there. Now we're ready to drive, you know, leads to sales. And so we don't have that. So, you know, that's what we think we need. And that example, yes, you know, I'll agree with them. Um, if the question is no, there's no, you know, we're still trying to figure that out. I'm like, on the product market fit, I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's start. Maybe we should look at our superstar product marketer. You don't need the demand gen person now. Um, bringing on, you know, the, the creative side, the Corpcom person, um, I've had hard conversations with people over the years that'll reach out to me that are senior directors or VPs of Corpcom and long PR background, and they want to go to a startup to be the first VP of marketing, but they've never been inside, be it HubSpot, Marketo, any of those, um, that's tough. That's tough because that profile um, is a little bit later stage of a company that would, would want someone with that type of background. And sometimes I tell them to go, you know, you might have to take the, the proverbial two steps back for the big step forward is go to a bigger company if there's a way to get into a role where you can be exposed to demand gen. Because if, if you're still coming from the creative side, it's, it's hard to make that move as the first right. uh, marketing hire. Perfect. Okay. So, you know, we touched on this a little bit. It's this, it's this coaching and mentoring, advising right. partnership background that you create with these environments early on. You know, as, as companies start looking for these, these first couple of people, um, Help me walk through, you know, even some of the, the preconceived notions that they might have. And I think you talked on this a little bit earlier, um, you know, about coming from a big company and working for a smaller, right? I've, I've had a few founders that we've talked to on the podcast in the past that have said, oh, I, I just want people with the pedigree. And then I've had a few others that have said, no, I don't want the big company because they don't translate to me. And, and you know, walk us through where that works and where that doesn't. Personally, um, I have really never seen that work successfully at a, and again, we're talking series A or early B where this sure. is really someone that is going to be very hands-on. 
Um, I've seen it happen and, you know, I'll get a LinkedIn update for somebody that I know that was at a big company, you know, that was in my eyes, a CMO, you know, had product, had a senior director product marketing reporting up to them, maybe even a VP, had Corpcom, had customer, had partner, had all the other disciplines reporting into them. Um, and now, you know, they were super successful. They were at an amazing company and now they're going to go try to do it at a little, little company. Um, it's, it's tough. It's tough <laughs> just because, um, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, you're at a great company and it just, it looks and feels easy because you have a great product, you know, and, and the leads are rolling in and you're thinking, this is easy, <laughs> you know, because yeah, you got a great product, you got great salespeople, you're closing deals. You're like, okay, let's go do it somewhere else. But maybe the product isn't any good. Maybe the salespeople aren't any good. Um, I always give the football analogy. Um, you know, when you look at amazing quarterbacks, you know, that break all the records and win Super Bowl, they usually have, you know, a good defense. They have a, a good team. It's a full team around them. They have good running backs and receivers. Everything's a well-oiled machine. When you try to pull that person out and put them into a, uh, an organization that isn't running well, they're not going to be successful. And it's the same with this is um, you're risking it, bringing in somebody that's been at a big successful company and having them come in and, and coming into your org as being the, the first hire. Um, I never like saying never, you know, I'm sure there'll be somebody out there that might come forward and say, Hey, hey you know, I did it. And, oh, yeah. But I said, overall, if I'm hiring, I, I want somebody that, uh, you know, has, has been it, been there before and, and knows exactly what they're getting into because you can't make bad hires. You know, you, you can't hire the wrong person and then a year and a half, year year and a half goes by and you got to go find another one. You could it could be over. It could just totally derail you. Yeah, that's that's so disruptive. And and I think if you're, you know, if you're a, a already twenty year company and you have a bad 12 months with a marketer, you've got a core discipline and team around you that can, can, uh, you know, readjust for you. But if you're an 18 month old company and you try to spend the next 12 months with a bad marketer, a bad leader there, uh, yeah, that can, that can definitely sink you. Right. And that's why I see, um, happened a lot last year. Um, a lot of first time VPs of marketing, uh, and previously they were running demand gen and did a great job of driving revenue. And those people got hired at companies that were in a position that it wasn't gonna break the bank financially. You know, they weren't gonna bring in somebody that was gonna have an OT of over 300, you know, and, and yeah. they were like, okay, this better work. You know, this better work. Whereas you bring in somebody else, that first time VP, you know, you could get them for 220, 200 all in cash and you know they're they're going to be scrappy um here's their chance to prove themselves and last year i saw a lot of that going on um and and so you see a lot of companies going okay let's keep the cost down you know we have product market fit we just need the leads let's go hire you know a director senior director and we can give them the vp title nice 
Michael, time always goes by pretty quickly on these. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap here in a second. Let's leave on the on the high note of talking directly to, you know, some of the the founders and business leaders that are listening and, and they're looking to hire and bring in that that first leadership role. Uh, we won't give it a title, right? But first leadership role for right. their their marketing team. What are what are some of the things you want to leave them with you want to say hey look if you do anything do these couple of things as you start thinking about um bringing that person on to help them become more educated more um uh concerned about the type of person that they bring on board right well first of all i would tell them um reach out to me before you reach out to anybody else <laughs> how did i how did i know that was it was such a softball that was just you, did, you led me right to that thank you um, <laughs> um again i would just kind of take a step back and and see you know where the revenue numbers are where the product market fit is uh what what's the pain you know where are we feeling the pain on is is it we're not getting leads is it again we don't have product market fit um how senior do we want to go um in our eyes do we do we have there's only say there's 15 of us there's only really the two founders that that have the the domain experience you might want to go well you know maybe first go around we should find somebody that really comes from this space so there's not a huge ramp up since you know we're, we all there's not everybody in here with domain experience um, but that the biggest one is I still believe and I always will believe is you want somebody that has has played in that sandbox before they know exactly what they're getting into um, not somebody that says you know I'm ready to try this it's like no 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 we don't try this we don't we can't afford a try you know you want somebody that um, this is this is the next move for them be it someone that's a senior director that's moving up or someone that has had success at a small startup, you know, grew it. And that's how they're wired. Their thing is like, man, I want to go back and do it. That exact same thing again. I want to go in as the first guy. I want to build it all out and build this thing up. And then after I do it, I'm going to go do it again. You know, and that's, that's the profile I think uh, will always work best. So you're looking for, you know, someone who's walked a mile in those shoes, someone who's innately curious, um, someone who, you know, again, making some of those decisions on, do you need the domain expertise or not, but helping to uh, really cull down into whether that's a requirement or not. And then, you know, start thinking about what are the priorities of the business and, and helping to have that, uh, that you know, partnership, I mean, true partnership relationship with your, with your founder, your CEO, your executive team to figure out who that next right marketer is for them. Right. Just, you know, definitely you got to be on the same page. You know, when you start yeah. talking to the person strategically, you know, where do you, know, where do you see this going? And if, if they go on a different tangent, you're thinking again, how's this ever going to work if we're going left and they want to go right? <laughs> you know, you're just thinking, we need, you know, we got somebody same mindset, you know, that when they walk in and I've had with candidates, they'll go in and have their first interview and they'll come back and go, this is, I want this. And I'm like, really? What? He goes, man, everything, you know, just what I knew about them, read about them, and then kind of looked around and everything I would do, say in my 30 day plan, they were already talking about doing that. I'm like, boom, there you go. 
Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that great when that clicks? Yeah. But then it's the problem, you know, you see the turnover is, is when people fall in love with somebody, their background. Oh, wow. They, they were at so-and-so and they did this. That's great. But if their philosophy is different than yours, going to blow up and that's what happens they bring them in and they do the big press release hey so-and-so's joining us and people are like wow you got him to join or got her to join and they come in and blows up and you find out that you know they were all going different directions on the strategy and it's like well who cares if they were at that company they're not thinking the same you know where where you want to go with this well, I, I think the big lesson here is, and, and then we can we can go ahead and wrap up, but uh, the big lesson seems to be a, a little bit of, you know, te noscom, a little know thyself, right? Know who you are and what you stand for as a leadership team, as a founder, and as an, that individual. Know what it is that you're looking for in the marketplace and don't get... Um, don't get starry-eyed with right. someone that was with the big company. And, and it's what we talked about before, right? What might have worked for somebody else or another brand, another organization, or even a best friend doesn't necessarily work for you. And so you have to know who you are and what you stand for and how to bring that right person in that matches and aligns to those values, not just, oh, this worked for company X and they were successful. Therefore, I want that person. Right. And you see that. They'll, they'll go get oh, a, you know, yeah. a similar profile. It's like, you know... Just again, yes, everybody's, everybody needs someone different. You know, it's, it's not every company hires a demand gen person. It's just not the way it works. Well, I mean, and it'd be great if it, I mean, it'd be great if it was, that's how it is. It's like, Hey, I'm a founder. My first hire is this. That's the way that's the playbook that has always been successful. It's, that's just not the way it is. Well, and I think that's one of the things that's so that's so great about you. And again, your the relationship that, that you and I have had is you come in and you you aren't just an order taker. You really come in and partner. And it's one of the things that makes a difference in that the, the relationships that you forge between, again, CEOs, founders, and those first marketing hires is because you know both sides of the equation and you can play matchmaker. Right, right. And that's, it's funny, like you said earlier about, your wife knew exactly, you know, what she wanted to do. It's, it's funny when people talk to me and I say, you know, if someone would have tapped me on the shoulder, you know, before I got into this and said, Hey, you know, I think you'd be good doing this. You know, I'd go, what? why would I want to do that? You know, but it's just, and it's that same thing. You just don't know, you know, until you get in there and it's like, wow, this, this does work. So I know right. it's, uh, it's, it's still gonna always be, uh, the million dollar question is, you know, what is this, what's the right hire? It's, uh, it is, it's, it is a t- tough dilemma for companies, but I think if they just kind of take their time and really do the due diligence of, you know, outlining what this person looks like, I think they'll have more success. That's perfect. All right, Michael, that's our, that's our place to leave. That's our pull quote for the day. Uh, Michael King, King Recruiting, Executive Recruiter, and Executive Matchmaker. Thank you so much for, <laughs> for, for coming on the podcast today and sharing your views and, and kind of walking us through. Again, I, I'll recap a little bit of, you know, do I want the VP or the CMO? What does that look like? And does the title matter? Um, who do I look for for my first hire? And what's some of the DNA, the things, the traits, the character traits that I'm looking for? 
How do I understand the difference between demand brand and product? And, and then what are some of the things that you're actually actively working on with these folks to make sure that they understand about themselves so that they can bring in that right kind of person? So, Michael, I loved having the conversation with you. Thank you so much for joining, and, and I hope you have a great rest of the week. Thank you, buddy. It was a pleasure. Bye-bye. Well, that was great. I, I loved having Michael on the call. I loved having the conversation with him. I've known him for a number of years. Uh, he's someone that I know and trust, and he's been a counsel advisor, a mentor for me for a, a number of years now. I love his point of view in terms of kind of finding that vet best first person, what that looks like, um, the title, and why that's such a challenge for organizations, both as the career-minded marketer and as the founder to bring that person on board. How to figure out whether you need the demand person, the brand person, or the product person is always a tough nut to crack. But finding that best person that's also the good cultural fit, the person that fits with your type of organization, the direction that you want to go, and frankly, someone that wants to be there. Well, that's a that's a hard one to fit in as well. And so Michael cuts through all the BS and the nonsense and help us get to the crux of it. If you'd like to follow him, and I suggest you do, he uh, he writes a good blog and he knows his stuff. Best place to follow him is on LinkedIn. And the easiest way to do that is by LinkedIn, Michael King, just like it sounds. Pretty easy, pretty straightforward. For us, well, we'd love to have you subscribe to the podcast. Go to your favorite place to listen to them and hit that little subscribe button right there. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Also love to have you subscribe to the website, and that is at foundersplace.co. Foundersplace.co, the place where exceptional founders grow. Thanks again for listening, and hope you have a great, fantastic rest of your week. You've been listening to the Founders Place podcast, the place where exceptional founders grow. For past episodes, blogs, and more, visit us at foundersplace.co. That's foundersplace.co. And thanks for listening to the Founders Place podcast, the place where exceptional founders grow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.